Good morning, RVA. It's 38 degrees and today looks like a cool, cloudy day. Expect highs in the mid-50s with a chance for rain late this evening. And while the 10-day forecast doesn't hold any temperatures in the 80s, I do see some upper 60s slash low 70s in our future. Water cooler. The results of yesterday's firehouse primary for the old 9th Senate District seat are in, and Delegate Lamont Bagme won with a commanding 72% of the vote. Alexis Rogers and Delegate Don Adams rounded out the rest of the ballot with 21% and 7% respectively. According to WRIC, Bagby will face Republican Stephen Imholt in the March 28th special election. Imholt has an incredibly uphill battle ahead of him. The new Senate district representing Richmond is pretty compact, extremely Democratic, and unlikely to elect a Republican. It sounds exhausting to run a campaign for a seat that will only exist for a couple months, especially when the new district that seat represents voted 67 to 20 for McCulloch in the last gubernatorial election. City Council will host their first budget work session of the 2023 season today at 2 p.m. They'll focus exclusively on setting priorities, both for the operating and the capital budgets. That means this afternoon is a great time to tune in, take a few notes, and hear about the city's needs through Council's lens. Remember, the mayor creates the first draft of the budget, and while City Council can adjust it in whatever way they like, they've got to find the votes to make that happen. I can't even remember a time when Council proposed and passed even moderately sized changes to the mayor's budget. Someone correct me if I'm wrong, though. Then, after budget chats, we've got the informal and formal city council meetings with light agendas of their own. The regular agenda is completely empty, and the two papers I'm watching have both been continued. That's Resolution 2023-R011 and Ordinance 2022-375. In sort of state budget anti-news, the General Assembly adjourned over the weekend without passing one. Michael Martz and David Ress at the Richmond Times-Dispatch report that while the GA couldn't agree on the $1 billion worth of tax cuts in the governor's proposed budget, they did pass a, quote, skinny bill with urgent necessary updates to the budget. Part of the skinny does include more money for public schools fixing the governor's $200 million shortage that school districts only found out about a couple months back. Legislators and the governor will reconvene later this spring to hash out their remaining disagreements and get a regular full-width budget passed. Fingers crossed. By Richard Hayes at RVA Hub, the Friends of Forest Hill Park are looking for a few good volunteer gardeners to help maintain some newly planted native species. If you live over that way, sounds like a great opportunity to get involved and get your hands dirty. Someone sent me this absolutely bananas 1985 news report about the opening of 6th Street Marketplace. Knowing the eventual outcome of the marketplace, it's hard hearing how the city and state leaders had put so much hope into this one project to save downtown. Also, malls are weird. This morning's long read is titled, Why Governors Put This Over Here with the Rest of the Fire. In this piece, Waddle Jaquith writes about large government software projects, which I know sounds thrilling, but his view on how the job of being governor works is really smart, and I think this piece is worth reading, even if you couldn't care less about software. Here's an excerpt. Serving as governor is to be presented with a never-ending stream of decisions to be made, all of which have been vetted through several layers of people. Those decisions are generally teed up to include options in the form of a right option and a wrong option, with the governor's advisors fervently hoping that their principal will simply make the right choice. There is rarely time for the governor to go deep in any area. A state is a stage full of spinning plates. The governor's job is to go where directed and give a plate a quick push and to repeat this many times each day for four or eight years. Decision-making at this level is all about triaging. The easiest option is the preferred option. It's better to dispose of a problem permanently than temporarily, better for a longer time than a shorter time. The top priority is to get things off the governor's desk. If you'd like to suggest a long read to show up here, go chip in a couple of bucks on the old Patreon. That's patreon.com slash GMRVA. 
This morning's picture of the day is a picture of my camellia tree out front. It has bloomed, I think, right on time. So I think we're here. Spring, spring, spring has sprung. Intro and outro music by Matt Fisher. And you can find links to all these stories and more in the show notes or on GMRVA.com. <laughs>